The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. We get dozens of emails every day, and any of them are sh- people sharing intimate things with us. Some of them make the show, some of them don't. Some of them don't even want to make the show. They just want to talk to somebody. So we got this one from someone who asks us to withhold their name uh, for safety purposes. So they don't want to give their name out on air for their own safety. Hi PJ and team, I'm writing this very hard email. I was reluctant to send it because to say this out loud is terrifying. I am a mum with four children. I have suffered coercive and psychological control the hands of my ex. Stupidly, I went back for the kids. My mental health, lack of income, my appearance, my studies, even my leaving certificate results have been used to knock me down, and he continues to do so. I wrote the piece, which is attached, I'll read in a minute, to try to make sense of the situation and to try to make others aware of how the abuser can manipulate you. If I can stop just one person returning to the toxic situation I did, or at least make them doubt that decision, I will see this as a win. I also want people to be aware of how hard it is to leave a situation like this. And again, please withhold my name for safety purposes. So this is called Street Angel. I wish he had hit me. Visible bruises shown to the world. Feeling like I deserved support rather than his treatment of my soul. I wish he had burnt me. The smoking rings showing the hurt he'd inflicted. Wishing he had kicked me onto the ground rather than the quietly insidious, broken, trapped, scary isolation. His words tattooed on my brain. No physical touch, although he will walk through me, jabbing my shoulders as if I don't exist. The control. The comments etched into my innermost being in indelible ink, never to be erased. Making me want to discard my life, my treasured creations, my children and my dreams of reaching for the stars. I left, but he hooked me back in. Now regret grips my neck like a vice. I'm suffocating. I'm broken. I'm subject to the latest tirade of torture now because yesterday a teacher in my daughter's school complimented my hair in his presence. He has expressed his wish for me to be dead, but there'll be no blood on his hands. His words will achieve this if I stay. For me to be non-existent, living life this way. He's the well-respected man, the church musician, the non-drinker, non-smoker, Mr. Perfect, the martyr. Beware the street angel. The horns hidden beneath his golden halo will display the true nature of his being. That's a piece called Street Angel. Sent into us with that um, with that email. Uh, that, that, that hits you kind of like a bus, don't it? Deborah Flynn is the coordinator of Cork's One Stop Shop, which is dedicated to providing a non-judgmental support service to all adult victims of domestic abuse in Cork City and counting. Deborah, those are words almost impossible to hear. Good morning. 
Good morning, PJ, and thank you for inviting me on to your program this morning. And I'd just like to, first of all, acknowledge that lady and what a creative soul she actually is, because that's a very beautifully written piece. I totally respect her decision to withhold her name, and that is actually a wise thing for her to do because she's trying to create safety for herself. But I think what she has written there will resonate with a lot of your callers this morning. And I think one of the things that shouts out at this is um, the fact that she hasn't actually experienced physical abuse, that what is going on for her is manipulation, emotional manipulation and psychological control. And they really are the defining elements of what we now refer to as coercive control. I remember an ad years ago that the, the catch lane, the, the catchphrase, Deborah, was you don't need a bruise to be abused. I think this is an indication right. of exactly that. Absolutely. That was associated with um, a sister organization of ours, Manol Fassa, in the north side of the city there. That was one of their, their logos on their posters. And um, it is designed to reflect the fact that um, the vast majority of our clients do not experience physical abuse, or if they have, it's a feature of the relationship that may have passed. And it's the threat. That's where the control lies and the power is in the threat of something being done to you. And the nature of coercive control in that is also uh, a reflection of the fact that these are not once-off incidents. These are ongoing patterns that are designed, as somebody explained to me recently, actually, to reduce the size of that person's world, to take away their power in order to bolster the perpetrators. Mm, To make them feel less smaller absolutely absolutely it's an attack on a person's self-esteem and the aim of the perpetrator is to create dependence on their victim on themselves so a person is robbed of choice of the ability to make decisions and that really reduces a person's capacity and creates huge dependence on the person that they would have trusted the most Mm. and this particular lady is referring to a spouse or a partner but we also I'd like to get across a message that this is spreading beyond those traditional type um, relationships Um, almost all of of my colleagues are reporting increases in abuse between um, uh, siblings, parent, child, child to parent, in particular, teenage and adult uh, children abusing older parents. And we've noticed a big increase in this since um, since COVID, really, PJ. There's been massive societal and community changes as people move back mm. home. There's cramped arrangements. The housing situation is impacting and all of that and people's ability mm, to yeah. move back out. I, I could throw you out and, if I wanted yeah. to, but I won't kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a fear factor of where people are going. Choices have been reduced somewhat as well. And I see this lady, she refers to the fact that she had left, but he he manipulated her back into the relationship. And a lot of people do that. They give people second chances, third chances, fourth chances, because they're in the hope 
they're constantly living in the hope that the the, the minute good times will reemerge that that's the real person yeah. that that's the real relationship yeah. they're holding on to a dream and that's the cycle again reflected in what coercive control is about and the legislation and all of that it's that ever decreasing circle and it's kind of a, I, some people describe it as being like in a washing machine that the spin cycle has been turned on um, other people refer to it as the kind of the woody woodpecker effect where there's a slow chipping away of a person's self-esteem and their confidence and that eventually they'll just you know, break and and do exactly what, yeah, what, what what's wanted absolutely there's, there's yeah. two elements of this that stand out for me Deborah just as a reader and as you can appreciate mm-hmm. I, I've read it now a dozen times um, mm-hmm. and actually mm-hmm. it's very rarely I would do it but I, I rehearsed reading it on air because I knew I had to get it right um, the idea that somebody would compliment this person just compliment mm-hmm. them that your hair's nice and yeah. that would bring abuse yeah. but yeah. the yeah. other element Absolutely. Of it, yeah. and, and this is not the first time I've seen this that this individual is the well respected church musician the non-drinker non-smoker Mr. Perfect mm-hmm. The martyr, the pillar of society. That's more common than we'd like to think. Indeed. It's that Jekyll and Hyde situation and, and hence the name of, of her her piece here, Street Angel and House Devil. And it's very important that we don't judge somebody else's relationship because we do not have any idea of what is happening for somebody behind closed doors. And what he has uh, done here is he has cultivated um, a public persona which kind of protects him. So if this lady was to reach out for support, she is going to doubt that she's going to be believed because this person is well known in her locality, in her community. And people are going to have their own perceptions about mm-hmm. him because he has actively cultivated that. And that makes it much more difficult for her to take those mm-hmm. first steps because she doesn't believe that she's going to be believed. And he'll also have planted those seeds of doubt in her mind as well. And everybody else loves him so. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. She must be mad. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. The number, this, this story is so familiar to me and to my colleagues in the office. We see this on a daily basis. This lady is not 
alone. There are many, many other people with very similar stories. There will be something that is particular to her situation. No two scenarios are exactly the same. But what I describe to people is like there's common denominators, there's common themes that a perpetrator will use. So we'll say if this was 10 or 15 years ago, I would be saying they're using these particular set of tools. We we move on to today and we can see the massive increase in the use of social media. So a lady like this, she's quite likely to be monitored in terms of her movement, carrying her phone with her, he's going to know where she's been and so on and so forth. So we have to keep abreast of developments ourselves as well. But absolutely, there's this dichotomy in in this man um, between how he's presenting himself to his neighbours, to his church community, and how he's actually behaving at home. So I would really encourage this lady, even though she's been wise in keeping her details private, I would really, really encourage her to reach out to one of the support services that are there because we are specifically trained not to judge. We present what we call the tabula rasa, the blank slate. We believe what people say to us and we don't make a judgment on that. Mm. And we explore the options that are available, but everything is taken at the client's pace. The important thing is to re-empower because she has been disempowered in this situation. So we present the choices, but she makes the decisions. But we help to rebuild self-esteem. If there's one thing I say through any interview I give, it's information. A person must source their own information because without information, you can't make informed decisions. And she will have been deliberately given false information by this man. Like, you are not going to believe, you are not entitled to, this is my house, and so on and so forth. We often say if we have a euro for every time we hear these repeated stories, I wouldn't be working in the OSS anymore. I'd have moved on to sunnier clients because it's almost as though there's a manual out there or a script that the these people are following, but they will use information that is pertinent to the person that they're hurting um, to kind of maximize the effect of all of that. So sometimes, and and in fact, not sometimes, many, many times, people, because they think they're in a trusting relationship, will have shared private information with that other individual that they then will will manipulate. So I see she refers to her leaving search results and things like that, and he uses that. People will say, you're stupid. There's no point you doing that course because you won't be able for it yeah. and then you'll fail and then how and, and in, in the early part of a relationship when everything is hunky-dory these are the things you share as you get to know one another and, and then Absolutely. they're weaponized against you in later life. Deborah, yeah. time is a little bit short. Can I ask you there if, if people listening to this, if it resonates with them, either with them or if they're thinking mm-hmm. about a family member or a friend mm-hmm. or a loved one, are there mm-hmm. red flags that we, the uninitiated can look out for? One of the things you've just mentioned there is about the early part of the relationship and information being shared. Inevitably, when people come into us and they're reflecting, they will say, I was doing all of the sharing. I wasn't getting any of the information back. Um, So there's an imbalance there straight away. And then um, to be very careful about somebody offering to do things for you and and giving you invitations, but then saying, deliberately clashing with other things. So you start to become isolated. You accept the invitation to go on the date with them, knowing that in actual fact you have a standing arrangement with somebody else. So they're trying to get you to choose them over other people. These are all sweet in and of themselves. 
patterns, but one becomes repeated patterns when um, you hear your new partner talking disrespectfully about your family members or your friends or they don't like me and so on and so forth. They are not good indicators. So you hear him talking disrespectfully about his own family members. And friends. So she wants to go, for there example, as well. she wants to go, for example, to watch her little brother or her cousin playing a, yeah. an important match. Football and he says, ah, I want yeah. us to go out. Come on, come out. You can see a match anytime. Yeah. That's the start yeah. of it. Yeah. That's the kind of start of it. Some people would have put that those kind of petty jealousies down to, um, oh, he or she really likes me. Okay. But again, PJ, if I could get across, it's about the pattern. Those things can happen. You've planned on going somewhere else and you're surprised with the ticket to the cinema. All well and good once off. But if this is happening on a consistent basis where you're being put placed into a forced choice situation Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and, and where the other party is constantly denigrating the other people in your circle that they will consider to be influencers on you or to uh, be dissuading you again towards them they are red flags when you see yourself losing contact with your nearest and dearest if you feel there's tensions and atmospheres and you find yourself covering up for that person constantly oh he didn't mean to slam down the cup there or you know he's had a terrible time at work hence um, the mood when you came in the door so you start co facilitating the relationship yourself as well. And you're manipulated into doing that as well. Exactly. I'm going to wrap it there, Deborah. Keep an eye on your finances. That's another big one over the last few years, especially with older adults and and adult children getting a hold of their pins and things like this and and online banking. Okay. I'm going to wrap it there for no reason other than time and give out, if I may, your website. It's ossscork.com and that's a starting point for anybody. That's it. And And the free phone number, PJ. 1-800-497-497 1-800-497-497 and perhaps That's make it. that call from a phone they don't know about or look up that website on a computer they don't have access to, correct? If you can. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And shut down, get rid of your history if you're doing any kind of search. Our free phone number doesn't show up on any bills so there's no problem there. All right, okay. Deborah, thank you. That is... Uh, uh, Deborah O'Flynn, who is the coordinator of Cork's OSS. Cork's 96 FM.